Blog Talk Radio. What is going on, everybody? Coming at you live from the Crossroads of America, Indianapolis, Indiana. I am your host, Brian Daniels, and it feels good to be back because I haven't done a press start episode in about two months. Uh, I've had a lot of things going on here last couple months, but it feels absolutely great to be back doing something that I absolutely love to do, which is a podcast, but also talk about video games. So um, tonight's episode is going to be about Red Dead, the Red Dead series of games, and one of those games that people don't really talk about anymore, but I'm going to talk about it because it was the very first one. If you're listening to this live right now, thank you so much for uh, for listening. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen. If you're not listening to this show live, thank you for taking the time to find this page and listen to the pre-recorded or the pre-recorded the recorded version of this. That's what's great about doing this live is that I can make mistakes because I'm human and I can't edit it. Anyway, moving right along into this, uh, let's talk about Red Dead, the series that was started by Rockstar Games, one of my absolute favorite developers, publishers. Uh, They're very well known for making a series that we all might know if you're a gamer called Grand Theft Auto. And they've also made a couple other things too, like they made a uh, Max Payne game. They also made the Bully series, but another series that probably they're also most famous for would be the Red Dead series. Now, a lot of people start talking about Red Dead. They talk about Red Dead Redemption, which is the first in the Red Dead Redemption series of games. However, I want to talk about a game that no one talks about because probably everybody's forgotten about it by now because it came out back on May the 4th of 2004, 14 years ago, called Red Dead Revolver, which was the very first Red Dead game in the series. So let's talk about this one. So Red Dead Revolver was not a very good game, in my opinion. Um, Actually, it kind of sucked, to be honest with you. Thankfully, though, uh, Rockstar was able to revive it and bring it back, and they were able to uh, turn this series into something so much better than what it would have been with this. So, uh, Red Dead Revolver does take place in the 1880s Wild West, which is one of my favorite periods uh, in America here. A lot of people, when I tell them I love the Wild West, they get really surprised by that because, honestly, I don't want to talk about cowboys and all that. I'm not going to say Indians. That sounds bad. But but, uh, a lot of people don't – I don't talk about it very much, but I I grew up watching uh, a lot of Westerns and things like that, like Roy Rogers. Um, watch some, watch some Clint Eastwood, things like that. So I mean, a lot of old uh, uh, westerns that I really grew up on with my grandpa as a kid, um, and there just hadn't really been any good western style video games. And Red Dead Revolver came out and attempted to be a good western type video game. The, I think the last Western-style type video game that I played, one of the first ones was a game called Sunset Riders. It came out in an arcade. Um, had some very catchy tunes. Sunset Riders was a four-player 
uh, uh, beat 'em up game, kind of like the Ninja Turtles arcade game <clears throat> that came out back in the 90s. Um, and Sunset Riders followed that pretty much exact same layout. It was basically the Ninja Turtles Western version uh, of, a, of a side-scrolling type video game. So that was probably the last one I could think of before Red Dead even was created. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Red Dead Revolver does take place in the Wild West. You play as Nate Harlow. Um, basically, they uh, commission the creation of a couple of revolvers, things like that. Uh, Griff gets captured and sentenced to be executed. Um, and, and basically, uh, Nate's son, Red, which is why it's called Red Dead. See, a lot of people forget that, that Red Dead, your character was named Red. <laughs> so that's how the series actually started off, was you actually played as a character named Red. And uh, you go off, you battle gangs and things like that. Now, Red Dead Revolver <clears throat> was not so much, if I remember correctly, it was not so much an open world game in the sense of Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2, which we'll talk about towards the end of the show. But um, Red Dead Revolver was more, in my opinion, it was, it was more arcadey. It was more, um, I don't know, it was just, it was something. <laughs> it was absolutely something, but it was an action adventure style game. It did not have any sort of multiplayer like the future games have now. And things like that. So it, the graphics, I mean, it was PlayStation 2. Uh, I believe it also came out. Yeah, it came out. I'm looking at my notes here. It did also come out on the Xbox. So uh, those those two platforms were what it came out on. Uh, it only got a, Metacritic only gave the PlayStation version a 73 out of 100. So it wasn't, just wasn't that great. And as of July 2nd, 2010, Mind you, this is old data. It only sold 920,000 copies. It didn't even sell a million, whereas Red Dead Redemption sold a lot more than that. Now, <clears throat> we've got, uh, it did introduce a couple new gameplay mechanics Red Dead Revolver did. I believe this is where the, I'm sorry, guys, I'm just kind of going off my really crappy notes I made here, not going to lie to you. Um, no, those actually were not introduced until later, I believe. Um, there is a lot of uh, quick draw competitions and things like that that take place. Um, the later games do have, I believe, a couple ties, or well, at least Red Dead Redemption. We only have two. I keep saying later games. It makes it seem like there's like so many other Red Dead, Red Dead games. There's only actually been two <laughs> released so far. So uh, anyway, um, but yeah, Revolver was not a very good game, but at least it was a good tried. They tried to make a good representation of a uh, 3D style action adventure Western type game, which, as I had mentioned before, there really wasn't. And at least I can't think of anything that was even remotely uh, remotely close to that. Uh, I'm gonna try to look at some pictures here. You guys won't be able to see this, but. I'm gonna try to find some images here of what this game looked like. Oh yeah, this game was, this game did not look that great. Yeah, this game. <laughs> this game. 
this game did not look that good. There's, like, I guess, some box art here. I wish I could show you guys this. Yeah, it looks like it might have been semi-open world, but, yeah, you could ride horses, so it was open world. But it just, I don't know, they had the right idea with the game, and they had a right, they had the, the direction in place. So, honestly, this game did help plant the seeds for future, uh, the future game. <laughs> future games, I guess. There's not many games. There's not many games in this series. It's still like, it's crazy that this game series is 14 years old and there's only been two. That's pretty crazy. But then again, the reason why I love Rockstar Games, I'm going to take a minute to talk about them as a company. Rockstar Games have been, they are like a very rare flower you find in a field, right? Like, they're that uh, kind that's like, uh, you know, it takes time for them to to, to bloom and to, and to grow and stuff like that. And the thing about Rockstar is that they don't just rush games out. You see too many developers, uh, you know, or too many de- uh, publishers, or, you know, in this case, Rockstar Games is a they're – de- they're a developer and a publishing company. They don't have a um, publisher that they hire – or, sorry, a developer that they hire for, to make the game. So – What's great about them is that they don't rush when it comes to making a game. That's been my biggest problem with the video game industry. And I guess the same can be said for just about, you know, for about any medium, really, where it's television, movies. We all see the same thing. Things are rushed. People want it now. People want to be satisfied right now with things, you know. We're seeing the same thing in the movie industry, in my opinion, with uh, superhero movies just coming out left and right. We don't need everybody. Every, Superhero doesn't need a movie, okay? So I feel like the same in the sense of the video game industry is where, uh, you know, uh, you have a lot of AAA um, gaming companies out there, Activision, for example, EA, that just want to rush. Ubisoft has been doing that, but they've been kind of holding pulling that back a little bit. Um, you know, with, with like uh, Assassin's Creed, there was one coming out every year. When they first started making those, they weren't coming out every year. Call of Duty is notoriously well-known for making a Call of Duty game every single year. We don't need Call of Duty every year. We don't need all these games every year. And Rockstar has done such a great job, and they are proof that if you take time with a game, it can last a long time. I mean, look at this. Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull up something here because I want to share this with you guys. Let's see. Grand well, – I'm just going to talk about this here for just a second. Grand Theft Auto V came out in September of 2013. So we're on – next month will be the five years that GTA V came out. That game still sells for $59.99, brand new. No, it didn't get dropped down into, like, the cheap bin at GameStop or your local – video game retailer, mom and pop store. No, it still is able to be sold for such a, for a brand new price. And when it originally, like when it originally came out that because it's so good that rockstar gives so much content. And the best part is all of the DLC that has came out for Grand Theft Auto five for their multiplayer has been free. They have never charged extra or any DLC. Now you have to, now if you want like in game money and currency, yeah, you can buy that. But every DLC has been free. That's what makes me so excited about Red Dead Revolver or Red Dead Redemption 2, which we'll talk about here in a minute. I only got 30 minutes, so I can't do my normal rambling on all night about video games like I like to do. But um, 
what makes me excited about this new game is that, and what I love about Rockstar is that they they are not a company that needs to rush out video games. They are in an industry where they're able to make these games, but yet make the games that have came out years ago. Like I said, five years ago. Keep in mind, Grand Theft Auto V came out last gen. Before we had Xbox One and PS4, it came out on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, and that game is still selling. GTA V, take a while, guess how much money it made in three days. It made a billion dollars in three days. A company like that is able to make a game like that and pump out that much money, they're doing something right. So let's get into, I've had enough about Red Dead Revolver because I really can't talk about it. It's been 14 years ago since this game came out. I probably only played it the one time when it came out and beat it, and I was done. Um, but you also have to keep in mind that was back when Rockstar was kind of, you know, GTA 3 had came out, so they were kind of still fresh in the sense of making these kind of games. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about Red Dead Redemption, the, the latest, if you will in the currently released Red Dead series, all right? Red Dead Redemption was released on May 18th of 2010. It has been eight years ago (laughs) since this game came out. And this game still holds up today. Uh, You can, it's backwards compatible on the Xbox One, so you're able to go on there and play it. And this game still holds up by far, probably in my top, it is in my top 10 of my favorite games of all time. Because like Grand Theft Auto, there is so, there's just so much I could say about this game. There's so much you can do. It, re- it revolutionized the way we look at Western video uh, games about the Wild West, because honestly, there really isn't any. And if, you, and if you're another developer or publisher out there, you're not going to want to try to make another Western game when you've got a great game like Red Dead Redemption out there, especially when you've got Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out this fall. So uh, this game is just, oh, my God, like there's just so much you can unlock, like different uh, clothes, like there's clothes that make you better at playing poker. You can cheat at poker just like you would in the Wild West. You know, people do that all the time, right? If you've watched any amount of Wild West movies, you know, Unforgiven right? Young Guns. The list goes on and on. If you've ever watched a a scene, uh, Magnificent Seven, uh, you know, uh, things like that, that's just something that's known, you know? There's uh, stagecoaches, there's train robberies. Dude, you can capture horses like stallions in the wild and break them and make them better. It is such a phenomenal game and a phenomenal gaming experience. And it, it still holds up. Yes, it came out last gen, but it still holds up to this day as one of my favorite games. And what's great is they made a DLC called Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare, which they did charge you extra for. And it put zombies in the Wild West. That was incredible. Hong tying a zombie and dragging it to the back of a horse? Who, doesn't, who's not, who hasn't wanted to ever do that, right? Me? I definitely would. <laughs> um, Red Dead Redemption is just it is I could say so much, but I got 14 minutes. I can't say too much. However, um, go play this game. 
if you're listening to me right now and you've never ever played Red Dead Redemption and you're a game, you call yourself a gamer, you're cheating yourself. Red Dead Redemption takes place during the uh, decline of the American frontier in the year 1911. You play as uh, John Marston, former outlaw, ran with a gang, you know, his wife and son are taken hostage by the government. And in order for him to give his wife some back, he has to work for the government undercover, basically. Um, he basically, the whole time you're playing this game, you're, you're on a quest to bring three of the former members of his gang to justice. This is a third-person open-world game, just like Grand Theft Auto V. It did introduce a gameplay mechanic called Deadeye, which allows you to mark multiple targets and kill them in slow motion. There is an honor and fame system, which allows people to look at you as either good or bad. It's pretty cool. And there's just, oh my God, there's tons, tons to do in this game. Let's take a look at some stats. The game um, started being developed in 2005, not too long after Red Dead Revolver came out. Uh, the budget was somewhere between 80 million to 100 million. It actually was one of the most expensive video games ever made. Uh, let's see what else we got. <clears throat> they also uh, use a lot of photographs. They analyze a lot of classic Western films. You can definitely tell that the team at Rockstar Games did their research. I would have I would have given anything to just be a part of the research team for the game. Not even making the game, but to go and do the research for it. I love watching Western. Now I'm talking about it, I want to watch a Western. I might watch one tonight. I love like Westerns, like 310 to Yuma. Great movie. If you haven't seen the old one, see it. If then go see the new one. Great movie. Lots of great Westerns out there, right? Um, then you've got like the spaghetti Westerns like Clint Eastwood, you know? Uh, the man, the man with no name trilogy is great. All three of those movies are fantastic, top-notch. Clint Eastwood movies are up there with Dirty Harry, not a western, <laughs> but still great movies nonetheless. If you haven't seen those, check them out. Anyway, uh, phenomenal game. I can't speak enough of it. They came out with Undead Nightmare, which was released on October 26, 2010. This does have multiplayer, so yes, you can go around killing other people. Hog tying them. You know what's great about this game? It's in the single player version. You can hog tie people. There's little, there's like wanted posters of people you got to go find and stuff. You can hog tie them to a train track and watch trains run them over. Because, you know, everybody's wanted to do that too, right? Is uh, tie up someone and tie them to a train and watch them die. <laughs> anyway, uh, Red Dead Redemption, phenomenal game. Uh, has some very breathtaking scenery. Um, this game actually came out uh, between GTA 4 and GTA 5, so this is right after GTA 5 came out. Um, so uh, phenomenal, hands down, marvelously beautiful game, one of my top 10, in my top 10. Um, let me see here. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of stumbling through this, but hey, it wouldn't, you know, it's live, right? It's live. Who cares? Uh, this actually did score an average of 95 out of 100, whereas Red Dead Revolver got a 73. So they definitely did 
a big improvement over the first game, which a lot of people like me don't really even count Red Dead Revolver as the first game. That's like a side story with Red Dead attached to it. That introduced the people to the West, the Wild West. Uh, Marston's a great character. You're going to learn to love him. Um, there's a lot of other phenomenal characters in the game. I, I wish I had a console to play it on because I'd play it right now. I eventually might even Twitch stream it. If I get a console, I'll Twitch stream it. We'll do a whole playthrough of it. That'd be fun. I'd, I'd definitely do that. Um, so let's just get right into the new game because that's why you're all here, right? Let's talk about Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a prequel to Red Dead Redemption. This game is set to release on October 26, 2018, and it's probably going to blow away sales numbers for your games. I'm calling it right now. I can almost bet money. Actually, I will bet money. I'll bet a whole dime that this game is going to sell more money in three days than Grand Theft Auto V did, and that sold a billion dollars. I would guess that Red Dead Redemption is going to sell about a billion and a half, if not $2 billion in three days. Just because this game came out uh, 10, or what, four, what did I say, 10 years ago, something like that? The first, No, eight years ago the first one came out. So we've been waiting. People are thirsty for another Western game. I know I am because what else is there? There is, no, there is nothing else. There is no other competition out there for this type of game. Red Dead Redemption 2 is a prequel. You're going to play as Arthur Morgan. He is a member of the Dutch Vanderlind gang. All right, this takes place in the year 1899. We are one year away from 1890. <laughs> and uh, there is a single player mode, there is online multiplayer components. Um, there was a rumor that there was a battle royale, which I really hope they don't do. That would be really stupid. Um, I watched the trailer three days ago. Wow. This has got to be the most beautiful, This I would dare say, the most beautiful-looking game I have ever seen, or probably ever. And if you don't believe me, go online somewhere, whether it's YouTube, whatever, watch this trailer. It looks it's, – it's breathtaking. The, the graphics are amazing. The mountains um, – it's just, it's just a beautiful-looking game. Um, now this does since this is a prequel, John Marston is going to be in it because he was part of the Vanderlyn game from the first game. So we'll get, we'll get John Marston interaction there between Arthur Morgan. We don't know much about Arthur Morgan uh, other than the fact that he's a member of the same gang John Marston was a part of. Uh, looking at the trailer, there are um, you can react. This is actually something new. You're able to react either positively or aggressively to non-player characters in the game. There was a uh, scene in the trailer where a guy's hanging from a cliff, and you have the choice to save him or not. I love decisions in games. It makes, it makes the game feel real to the person playing the game. It's not linear. It's not like, okay, here's the set path. Sorry, Bacha, you don't get a choice. That's what was kind of introduced in Grand Theft Auto V. There was a similar scene where there was a guy you're trying to take out on a roof, and he's hanging, and you can choose whether or not you want to save him or not. I am a big fan. I love RPGs. RPGs are my favorite type of game because you have decisions. You can create your character. It's basically you. It's, it's you. You can be whoever you want to be. 
But when you have a game like Grand Theft, or I'm sorry, like Grand Theft Auto Alien, uh, or Red Dead Redemption in this case, are a character that is part of a world, and they at least give you options, it's a choose-your-own-adventure, basically, at this point. Because uh, I don't know about you, but I grew up reading those adventure books, right? Those choose-your-own-adventures, you know, turn to page 12. Uh, turn to page 12 to see to do this, you know, to – to, to chop the dude's head off or turn to page 35 to say, you know, to not kill, you know, and then you like flipping through, right? That's basically the same thing here uh, in storytelling form. This is once again the reason why video games are my favorite medium because, you know, uh, you're not just sitting in front of a screen looking at something. You're actually involved. You're interacting. You're making the choices in this case. Not all, not all games are like that. I really wish more games had that sort of interactive, uh, interactiveness, you know, or interactive ability or whatever, you know, I'm trying to say, you know what I mean, um, to where you can make some decisions. Well, they don't have to be big decisions. They don't have to be decision-heavy like Fallout or Skyrim, but enough to where you get a different experience multiple times because replayability in video games is very, very important because if you're just playing it and it's the same thing no matter how many times you play it, you're probably not going to want to play it again. Whereas games like this are, you know, you have different decisions. So in the trailer, there's a scene, once again, where a guy's hanging from a cliff. I think he's a bad guy. You can, you can choose to help him or probably kick him off. Maybe there's different things you can do. That'd be cool too, right? So I'm all for uh, having your own story, creating your own world in the world that's created for you to be in. Uh, I'm excited about the poker, the little mini games. I love, little, I love mini games and video games, man. I love that stuff. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they decide to do with the poker. And they had a, they had a, they had horseshoes in the first game. That was pretty fun, you know, trying to get a ringer. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Uh, things like that, timing and stuff. I love that. Uh, I'm excited about factions and different missions to do. I wonder how that all is going to play into this world. But I beg of you, go look at the trailer. It's using uh, what's called the Rage technology, which is Rockstar Advanced Game Engine, which has been specifically developed for this game. Um, this game was announced two years ago, two years ago, and it's coming out in October 20th. So, anyway, um, that's going to be it for this episode of Press Start. i got about three minutes left, so I just want to say thank you to all of you taking time to listen to me ramble on about video games, something I love to do. And uh, no, I don't get paid to do this. I wish I did, but you know, some things in life you don't get paid to do that you enjoy. Um, also, uh, if you're local, like I said, I'm in the crossroads of America, Indianapolis. Um, you know, there's a brand new convention coming soon called PopCon Fort Wayne. If you're in the Fort Wayne area, that is going to be December 29th, December 30th, two-day convention that was just announced today. I recommend you go to IndiePopCon.com to check it out. No, they didn't pay me to say that. I'm saying that because I love that convention. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, next week, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about next week. Who knows? I don't know. We might, we might talk about an old video game. I'm, I'm a big fan of retro. Like, we're talking like Atari, ColecoVision, uh, Super, I mean, Super Nintendo, NES. I don't like to go past the Super Nintendo era because then we get until, like, 64, and then we get the free stuff. So, let's, so we might go retro next week. I don't know yet. Depends on what I'm feeling, but I will post it right here on Blog Talk Radio. And I want to thank Blog Talk Radio for giving me the tools I need to do this show for all of you every single week here. 
Monday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, if you want to call in, you're more than welcome to call in. The number provided there uh, as well. Uh, you're always welcome to call in and talk with me, and we can banter back and forth, argue back and forth, whatever, uh, and debate about the uh, about the show. So, once again, my name is Brian Daniels. Thank you guys so very much for taking the time to watch another uh, or listen to another episode of Press Start. I will see you guys here once again next week at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have any suggestions, thoughts for new episodes, post them in the show comments below. And I hope that everyone has a great rest of your week and a great weekend. Be safe out there. And until next time, I'll see you guys later.